I was uh, thinking on how wood duck babies are a perfect metaphor for uh, falling on the spiritual path. Swami was uh, asked, well, well, why do people fall? And he said that, of course, something as sacred as uh, liberation and uniting in God, um, it, it takes a while to accomplish that. And uh, people are naturally going to stumble along the way. Uh, as many of you know, we have quite a few bird watchers in uh, the community that uh, uh, the wood ducks, they nest about 20, 30 feet high in a tree. And the mother, who is, of course, fully grown, she flies out of the, the nest cavity and lands on the ground. And she calls to all her young. And the, the little baby uh, wood ducks, they perch on the cavity and they have stubby little wings with no feathers. And the mother's calling them like, like guru, like God is calling to us to come out into this world and learn the skills of soul liberation. And so the little birds, they look and they pause because uh, it is quite a ways out there and they, they cast themselves off into the air and they're fluttering like this, but they just have these tiny little wings and they, they're, they're very vigorous, but they are very ineffectual. Uh, <laughs> And then they land on the ground and they bounce. And they kind of look like this a little bit and then they follow their mother. And in a way, it, it sort of seems like that. There's, there's so much to learn and uh, we, we fall uh, so many times on the spiritual path. We really aren't trying uh, unless we are. Uh, Divine uh, or Master Paramahansa Yogananda said that this earth is just a speck in the cosmos and we're just a little speck on the earth and divine mother's body is the, all the comets and all the stars of space and she becomes disappointed in us and hurt even uh, when we say no this little body I'm happy with it forget the rest forget you and uh, you know and it takes a while for the soul to free themselves up from that identification. Uh, Master, he talks about how the, the, the ego identified with the body, it traps cosmic consciousness uh, into its little shell. And it's only in breaking that identification that our consciousness spreads out into infinity uh, like the soul is. Well, what helps us uh, lose our perspective? It's identifying with a false joy. Uh, something that promises everything, but in the end gives nothing. And uh, discrimination uh, is always having your goal just clearly set in front of you. And what causes us to lose our discrimination? It's really a lack of love, uh, lack of devotion. Devotion means having that constant yearning of the heart to be united with God. And, and to be in that state of oneness, just as a child wants to be with their mother. If the child is separated from the mother, the child is always thinking of the mother and happily comes into a sense of oneness again. And so um, having that, uh, how we can really stay firm on the path is having that sense of absolute conviction that it's only God that will fulfill our deepest yearnings. And when we can have that, I sort of peeked ahead 
to next week's uh, reading. Uh, have you ever been reading a book and the book has gotten a little intense and you want to know that is everything going to be okay? And, <laughs> and this could be a little dreary of a sermon if we just talked about how we fail or how we fall on the spiritual path. And, and, and this is what Swami said, that the path has to be lived with courage uh, and dedication. And, uh, but, but how can we have that courage and dedication, uh, it's having that clear uh, conviction that there is only one thing that's going to bring us that happiness. And uh, we can stay steady in that intent by, of course, by regular meditation and by uh, satsang with other uh, devotees and expansive service, uh, trying to uh, give and share God in everything we do. Uh, and it's, it's like riding a bicycle. If we are riding steady on our bicycle, we do fine. But if we start to coast and we slow down a little bit, what happens? We fall over, don't we? Uh, and so to uh, just be very, uh, as Swami was saying, uh, you know, we, we have to uh, uh, fear delusion in terms of just uh, know its power. And uh, by staying steady, and, and not relaxing on the path, uh, we can keep that uh, firmness and that momentum going. But things will happen to us along the way. Uh, and, uh, and I wanted to talk about some of the delusions that catch people that are on the path. And uh, one of them is, if, you're, if your sight drops from communion with God, like, like with Judas, what happened with him, and you start thinking of seeking outer harmony rather than inner harmony, uh, then um, and putting your vestment into the world and how the world is doing. I've, I've realized uh, that we aren't really trying to change the world. Uh, we're trying to become the world in our consciousness. And then we can really help. There's a beautiful story of Mother Teresa. Uh, she was uh, really accosted uh, by a journalist who said, aren't you disappointed? Uh, there are so many people that need food and so many people need blankets and you can only serve just a small fraction of the people that desperately need help. And don't you feel uh, that you're a failure? Uh, the man was sort of bold. <laughs> and uh, Mother Teresa just smiled and she said, I, I wasn't looking, or I'm not looking to be successful. I'm looking to be faithful. Uh, faithful to our own inner attunement with God. And I, uh, I've just finished a, a book uh, on uh, the Om vibration. And uh, so I've been meditating and reflecting a lot on Om and uh, you know, how, how the saints say that in Om is beyond duality. There's no friend and foe, no light or dark, uh, no goodness or evil. Uh, there's no opposition. Uh, no, uh, uh, nobody opposed to you. Uh, you're, you're just in God. You're uh, in touch with the essence of everything around you. And how could yourself hurt you? Uh, because you are everything. And uh, when we try to uh, serve the world uh, without God and forgetting God, then we're working from our own opinion, as, as the Buddha said, that most people go around the world annoying people uh, because it's done with a certain amount of ego. 
and, and not with the, the great uh, Spirit of God. Another uh, delusion, uh, or whenever we get into a spirit of trying to get instead of give, it's just a, a natural setup where we're focusing like the ego draws everything to itself and relates everything uh, to its own little uh, body. And, uh, and it's just a natural setup uh, for fall. Uh, we have one of our members, Haridas, he said that uh, when I got uh, married, I realized there could be two divine wills. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, every th- everything, every soul that isn't free has a self-will and is trying to draw energy to itself. And uh, uh, it's, you know, it's, just, it's a strategy that works for a while, uh, but then after a while it doesn't uh, because we want to be free of the ego. And, uh, and, and so, um, you know, whenever we get into that kind of mode, uh, we're going to get in trouble. I, I read the poem from Whispers of Eternity uh, on, on the butterfly because the butterfly is such a beautiful symbol uh, of the soul. And I've led uh, a lot of walks with children over my years. And what does a young child do whenever they see a fascinating, beautiful butterfly? What do they want to do? They want to grab it and they want to possess it uh, and hold it. And uh, as an adult, what do you have to do? Uh, You have to tell them that uh, the butterfly uh, is not going to... It's the qualities that make a butterfly thrilling to the soul are going to disappear uh, in, the, in the butterfly's captivity. And all that was good about that butterfly is going to fight, fade away. Uh, and you have to explain that, and uh, the child uh, nor- goes along with it somewhat unwillingly. Uh, but, but isn't that the way that when spiritual experiences come to us, uh, is that if we grasp them, or any talent that God gives us, uh, we hold it to ourselves, uh, then doesn't that taint that quality and that flow of God's grace is inhibited uh, by trying to contain it and capture it. Uh, Master was talking uh, to Swami's brother disciples about how so many men had fallen spiritually because they got a little pompous as they uh, became uh, one of the teachers. And spiritual pride is the, the most difficult quality to get rid of. Uh, or, or attitude, because it's uh, because the saints say it's actually based on something real. You know, that however much of God uh, that one is experiencing, and so uh, to be able that uh, that's what's so beautiful about the Nayaswami order is that uh, the the tenet that I do not exist. Uh, if there's nothing for uh, things to cling to, they have no hold over us. Uh, and and so to Anandi, uh, she was uh, leaving a, a staff meeting at Expanding Light, and uh, somebody had done uh, something. It was sort of a matter of different taste, and uh, one uh, uh, woman was walking with uh, Anandi and was a little bit complaining about uh, how something was done. It was a small thing, uh, and Anandi said, "But what's the problem? You don't exist." <laughs> <laughs> and, and where do you go from there uh, if we don't? <laughs> I, um, 
you know, we, uh, as we're going along, uh, we may we experience challenges, of, you know, maybe with the emotions, uh, or maybe uh, temptations, or, or, or maybe physical illnesses. And, uh, you know, how do we uh, really embrace them? Uh, we could think that, well, they're just inconvenient and they're stopping us uh, from what we need to do spiritually. Uh, and I wish they weren't here. Uh, or we could look at them as like a meditation. What is the purpose of meditation? It's to transcend body consciousness and the mind consciousness. Well, uh, in a different way, Divine Mother's asking us to transcend uh, body, mind, consciousness uh, through these kinds of challenges. Uh, and so, uh, and in a way, it's even more direct uh, because it's getting rid of subtle things uh, blocks in ourselves that are holding us back, and so to uh, to embrace these uh, opportunities. I, in preparing for uh, Sunday service, I uh, heard about a, a, a Jesuit priest who was captured by the Soviet army during World War II, and they thought that he was a Vatican spy, and he spent 23 years uh, in uh, Soviet prison camps. And he worked for many of those years in, in the infamous salt mines. And he, he said that by his, the title of his book is uh, God, or He Leadeth Me. And he just felt that God had taken him into this experience. And so he was going to serve God and did serve God. And he found that great bliss in serving in the salt mines. And he said he was, overco- he was able to overcome the arrogance of evil and just transcend that and found that even serving in the salt mines for years and years was a work that was pleasing to God. And just think if he would have rejected that experience. He would have been depressed for many years, uh, but he found freedom in that. And I, I was thinking about Swami Kriyananda, his, his statement that karma is a blessing of divine love. And, uh, and how, you know, you, let's say you have a pendulum. And uh, we, uh, the soul uh, looks for outward fulfillment. And so it pushes that pendulum in a certain direction. And, but God, in his mercy, has created duality. And karma is uh, the reaction uh, of a certain direction that we uh, propel ourselves in. And so we naturally have to experience its opposite, don't we? If God just let us keep on going, we would go farther and farther and farther away from God. But uh, that swings back, and we experience the other. And so we can't get that far away from our center in God. And I, there's probably a lot of reasons why Swamiji has said that karma is a blessing of divine love. But I think one of the big reasons is so that we don't get that far from God and that we, of course, we learn from our mistakes. Uh, just, uh, and although it wasn't the, the priest's uh, you know, desire to go into the prison camp and you know, if somebody falls spiritually, we think, well, it's because of my desire for something. But that priest karma propelled him into that situation. Uh, Paramahansa Yogananda said that we can overcome any limitation, any limitation at all. You know why? Because we created that limitation in ourselves in the first time, uh, in the first place, by the, the energy that we put out. 
And since we've created it, we can destroy it. And so, um, you know, how, uh, how the devotee falls, it's, it's just a stumble. What is the, uh, when, uh, when we stumble, what happens to us? We become, we pay more attention, don't we? Uh, we're more alert. Uh, we look out. And, uh, and so any temporary setback is just a time for us to reassess what we've been doing, to gain clarity, to find out something that has been hidden from us, that is blocking and contracting our energy. And, and then we can pay attention to it and we can free ourselves of it. And so um, next week we'll hear much more about how devotees rise. Uh, but I wanted to give you a few uh, pointers today so that you weren't held in suspense and, <laughs> and held down uh, in terms of uh, the weightiness of uh, delusion and, uh, and life's challenges. But it, it's really... Um, you know, I, I remember having a real challenging period uh, some years ago, and a, a psychic said that um, she hadn't seen very many people change in an incarnation as much as uh, uh, she saw that, that I had. And, and she said that this was your greatest soul friend. And, I, and during that period, I was really starting to see that very clearly uh, towards the end. And then after, for some years afterwards, it, and on, I, I, I could just see the liberating blessing uh, of that experience. And so, uh, whenever anything comes to us, you know, it, uh, of course, it, it's coming from God, and it is in God, just as that Catholic priest thought uh, in the salt mines. We may think that our little experience of life, uh, we, we're in the salt mines ourselves, uh, but if we can always remember that... Uh, you know, God, our karma, has led us here so that we can gain from this experience. Uh, then we can embrace that. Master has talked about the way to overcome all karma is to greet it pleasantly uh, and cheerfully. And why is that? That's because we're embracing it. We're receiving what God has given us for our liberation. And only then can we get at the heart of it and then put out the direction of the energy in the direction that will free us and rest more in Divine Mother's love and consciousness. Bless you all.